Welcome back to Brentwood Stories. Today we're sitting down with the curator and the head of marketing at the Cradle of Aviation. Listen in to hear fun facts about the museum and the exciting events they have coming up. Joshua Stuff, I'm the curator here. So basically I uh, plan the exhibits and pull them together and uh, get artifacts and uh, supervise aircraft restorations. Yeah, basically keep the uh, keep changing the museum, gathering new artifacts, archival items, expanding a research library. So all that kind of hands-on stuff. Awesome. So let's continue along that line. Um, so how does uh, collection development like work at the museum with you guys? Basically, we only look for things that are uh, relevant for Long Island's history, the Long Island Aviation Space Flight. So that's either companies were here or historic events that happened here, things like that, or people related to Long Island. We really don't have a budget for buying things. So anything we get is basically a donation. Sometimes we get an aircraft or something uh, on loan from another museum or the government, or sometimes it's an exchange with another museum for something new. But we've been pretty successful putting the collection together and every year expanding it and adding new things to it. So it's it's coming along. Offhand, how many items would you say you have in the collection? Well, for big items like aircraft, spacecraft, missiles, we have about 75. Mm-hmm. And then for small little things, it's probably about uh, 4,000 or so. Wow. Very nice. Okay. So can you tell us a bit about how this museum got started and where you guys started from ground up? Uh, It started, well, there had been a group on Long Island uh, since so much has happened here over the years trying to, I wanted to put a museum together and they worked a lot in the sixties and in the seventies. And it really started coming together in the late seventies with a group of uh, local aviation enthusiasts were lobbying Nassau County government and they originally then they got one hangar at Old Mitchell Field, and then the second hangar was added. And on the side, they were gathering a collection together. The county basically pays for the building, and private money pays for everything inside the building. So the whole collection was gathered using uh, private funds or donated money. And the staff does not work for the county, work for a nonprofit organization. So uh, the museum began in 1979-80 in uh, two old hangars here at Mitchell Field. And they were old hangars built in 1929 in terrible shape, no heating, no air conditioning, full of birds. And then over the course of the next 20 years, it was gathering the collection and raising money to build the museum that we have now. So the county paid for part of the new building and uh, private money paid for everything inside the building and the theater. And uh, then it reopened in its current form in 2002 as uh, really a major air and space museum uh, with a great collection, first rate exhibits. And it's been slowly growing ever since then. We've been trying to, uh, we are actually raising money now to expand the facility. We want to add another building on and we think we have most of the money for that. So that'll be new exhibits and a new event space and it'll be a a great addition, make the museum a lot bigger and uh, better. So that's one of the many things we're working on now. Um, So you said you do get some items from other museums on loans. How does that process work? Basically, when I'm looking for something, uh, it'll be contacting a museum that I know uh, has it, like the Smithsonian uh, does loan out things, you know, long-term loans, not short-term loans. We've gotten aircraft from the Navy and the Air Force museums. They not only keep an example for themselves, they have other examples. And, you know, if you locate one, yet you have to remove it at your expense and maintain it while it's here. So we've gotten uh, aircraft from all the armed services and from uh, we've gotten things from NASA and from the Smithsonian. 
And uh, basically, you could keep it as long as you take care of it. So they're basically, you know, long-term loans, not something that's going to go back soon. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to grow the collection without having to buy things. Yeah. <laughs> but moving them can be pretty expensive. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I mean, uh, yeah, especially if it's something like a large aircraft carrier yeah. or something, I'm yeah. sure that's quite the project. So you said that you guys have like a lot of stuff in your collection. So I bet you guys can't display all of it at one time. So how do you guys go from like deciding what's on your show floor to what's in storage? Uh, Basically, there's a story we're trying to tell, the story of aviation and spaceflight as it relates to Long Island. So when we create a new exhibit, we uh, draw from our collection things we have to populate that exhibit. And we've got, again, again, enough stuff. We could do pretty much any exhibit on anything related to Long Island aviation and space. Uh, Larger items, again, we would have to get donated or uh, lent to us. So we're always trying to add new parts of the story in. And, you know, we could draw a lot on what we have, our photo archives. We have over 40,000 photos of just specifically the Long Island aerospace. So basically an exhibit, we could provide photos for any kind of exhibit we'd want to do just in-house. Mm-hmm. And is that because you mentioned something about a research library? So are, right. are all those photos connected to the library? Uh, yes, we actually, if we're in a been a, been in a big project for years now of scanning all of our photos and ha- uploading them so the public can access them. Right now, if you go to our website, cradleofaviation.org, and on the top there's a button you click that says archives, and that will take you to our whole photo archives. We add new photos every week. We have about 35,000 photos uploaded now, so you can research them. Anybody in the public wants to research a subject specific to Long Island, you can type it in. You can see every photo we have related to a particular airport or a manufacturer. And every week we add about probably close to 100 more photos. And this will be going on uh, for years to come, but it's it's a pretty solid uh, archive at this point. Well, that's amazing. We just, at the Brentwood Public Library, we have a local history room and an archive room. So we've been doing some of that kind of work ourselves. So it's yep. really interesting to see a museum doing that too. Yep. Yep. Then do you put them on New York Heritage? Do you upload them or? We yeah. have been putting some stuff on New York Heritage. Yeah. I know we do. Um, but that would be more of a Peter question. Yeah. Our, <laughs> we, we have a local historian librarian who heads that whole project. So pretty much everything goes through him and he's so smart. He's so amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, now we're working into GIS stuff too. Yeah. So it's a lot of things going on, but that's, that's amazing to hear that, that people can just access that right from your website. Right. So it's a great asset for anybody doing research and uh, Mm. hopefully over, it'll just continue to grow every year. So when I was younger, I did go to the Cradle of Aviation on a school trip, and we always would go to the theater and we watched the shows. Um, so how connected are the other uh, exhibits in the museum that you can walk through connected to the things you show in the theater? Well, um, the theater uh, underwent a big upgrade last year. It's now a digital. So we used to show film, and now it's all digital, and it's basically showing all new movies. And most of the shows, uh, it's also a planetarium. It doubles as that, the same projectors. So most of the shows uh, relate to uh, now relate to astronomy or spaceflight. And we have, obviously, a spaceflight gallery in the museum. And then in the theater, you could see things related to future spaceflight missions to Mars and the asteroids and all that. So it, it's really a continuation of what you can see in the museum. So yeah. it's a nice experience. And it really looks good with the new digital projectors. Yeah, I always love going to the Cradle of Aviation. Every time I go, there's new stuff. I wind yeah. up going a couple... I think once every couple of months, because you guys always have those huge yeah. events that are yeah. going on. Yeah. 
So why don't we move on to talking about some of those events and things that you guys have. All right. So we're opening this weekend a major exhibit on drones. Everybody knows about drones. You could buy a drone. You've heard about drones in the news or used in the military. So this is one of the biggest exhibits ever in this country. And it's on all types of drones, showing a wide variety of sizes and shapes and possible uses. So it's pretty cool seeing firsthand things that you might have heard about on the news. And we have an interactive component where you could try drone simulators. You could try drone racing simulators. We have an area we set up called the drone zone where you could try flying a drone. So it's going to be a kind of a unique exhibit for us and pretty cool. I think people will like it and it's going to run for a year. So yeah, so that's a cool new exhibit. And so we're we're always adding another exhibits into the museum, into the permanent exhibits. But every uh, year we start a new year long temporary exhibit. So the next year it's drones, everything you want to know about drones. <laughs> nice. I mean, drones is definitely a hot topic. I, yeah. in college, I took a drones class. So it's yeah, amazing. Cool. And I know it's been ramping up in the military as well, especially with oh, like yeah. cool stuff. And they are so much harder yeah. to fly than you think that they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're actually working on trying to get our drone going up around here. So that way we can take photos and videos of areas and model them into 3D environments. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. 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 Now, just the technology is pretty amazing. A lot of the drones were showing people don't fly them, they're autonomous. They use uh, artificial intelligence and they navigate their own way and fly around obstacles and record 3D images of, you know, whatever they're doing. But yeah, the technology is on something that could be very small is pretty amazing now. Yeah, I know uh, there's companies in Japan that have started using them for like light shows and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, very large scale light shows. Yeah, I think they yeah. do sometimes at um, different sporting events yeah. and stuff like that. It's really crazy what they can do. It is. So, you know, anybody's interested in that, it's good, good for families and we, everything we do is family friendly and always have some hands on stuff. So it'll be pretty cool, I think. Mm -hmm. So Great. And you want to fill them in? Sure. Let me fill them in. Hi, I'm Gerilyn Zontini. I'm the Director of Marketing and Community for the Cradle of Aviation Museum. And to piggyback off of what Josh was talking about, Josh is the mastermind behind anything when it comes to the exhibits. So it was thanks to Josh and his contacts and his research that we will be able to launch this brand new drone exhibit. It's a new reiteration of what we call the future is now. And as Josh had mentioned last year, the future was now was all about personal vehicles, PAVs. Think about George Jetson and flying personal oh, yeah. vehicles. Now it's gonna be all about drones. And as he mentioned, there'll be a variety of different drones that are used for a variety of different purposes in a variety of different fields or different, you know, for different uses. Mm -hmm. And because everything we do is family friendly, one of the greatest thing, even though this drones, the future of now drones will be with us, be with us for the next year, something that we're offering families free with museum admission is from 12 to four free with museum admission, the, you have the opportunity to come in and actually fly a drone. That's really cool. So yeah. we have what we call the drone zone. And the greatest thing is that I believe you have a, a you have a variety of different drones. So they might use one, and one of them is actually available for purchase in our museum store. 
So oh, wow. after the family has fun flying, they can actually go and purchase it. And this one particular drone that we're going to be using is called the Scoot. And Scoots are actually 360 degree sensor guided drones, meaning you toss them in the air and you're actually using your hand gestures to control them. Oh, so the course, it's for beginners. We give everybody probably about five or, or you know, five or so minutes on it. Oh, so wow. that's just one of the interactive activities that families can do with the drones. The other thing that people might know us for cyclically is what we call our arcade age exhibit. So it's actually over 60 arcade consoles. Oh, wow. Consoles. And it's not something our arcade exhibit that you have to pay for with admission. Um, it's not attached to museum admission, so you could come in just to have a 90-minute session of our arcade exhibit. And it goes through the history of the arcade, and it's actually an arcade setup. So there's panels that talk about the history of the arcades, the history of the games. All the games are set to free play. So for a 90-minute session, you can come in regardless of what your age is and have a go at all of these different consoles. You know, think of Donkey Kong. Think of yeah. It'll be open pretty much on the weekends and on school breaks again. Yeah, and, and this is uh, separate from your usual, like, Long Island RetroCon that you guys thought? Ah, yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah, this is something separate. This is just a very limited engagement. The sessions are 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and 3 o'clock. Folks will be able to come in on the weekends and during school breaks and experience the arcade age, but it will stay open until, as you had mentioned, what we call our Cradle Con. Mm -hmm. Cradle Con is our culture pop and comic book con, which is happening in May. And so the arcade age will stay here up on the second floor through May the 21st. CradleCon is May 20th and 21st. It's a two-day celebration of everything that has to do with comic book, pop culture, science fiction. There's comic book creators. There's, my gosh, merchandise vendors. There's play. So that culminates and that will then end what we call our arcade exhibit. Yeah, because I, I go every year to the board gaming one and the retro gaming one. <laughs> That's correct. So in, we, we partner with Long Island Retro Gaming. So they have a tabletop gaming coming up. That's in March. And then they will do Long Island Retro Gaming. And that will be in August. And sandwiched in between the two of them is our cradle con. So that's exciting and that's coming up and it is appropriate for folks of all different ages. I'll send you all of the literature on that. Thank you. And of course, if folks go to our website, cradleofaviation.org, you'll be able to see in our calendar events, all of these different events that we're speaking about, including the opening of our drone exhibit. So folks can navigate, they can purchase their tickets, on March the 25th, we're coming back with our popular 80s night and karaoke night. Hmm. Oh, I love a good karaoke night. I love karaoke. <laughs> well, you know what? You should come to one of them as our guest. Oh, so thank you. They run from 7 to 11 p.m. It's brought to you by CradleCon, which is our comic book collectibles and pop culture con. There's Again, those arcade games that we talked about in the Arcade Age exhibit, those are open for free play. No session necessary. 
There's 80s karaoke, there's cosplay, there's costume context. Uh, we'll have a small number of artists and merchandise vendors. There's raffles, there's a cash bar for those over 21. And there's a food truck. And if folks purchase their tickets before the 25th, they save money online by purchasing in advance. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to actually interrupt here just because we're talking about all these great events. What are your general hours that you're open? Oh, thanks for asking. So typically we're open from Tuesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So part of the reason why we're interviewing the museums is because of our museum pass program. So our pass through the Cradle of Aviation Museum includes admission for six people. But if the pass is out or people don't want to wait for it, how much is it to come and explore the museum? Well, you know what? It actually depends. Those museum passes are not good for a special event. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can't use them for coming in and experiencing CradleCon in May or even our karaoke nights. So those are considered separate admission. The same thing with the arcade age exhibit, because that's not something you can get into the museum. But if you wanted to come and do that arcade exhibit, then that's something that you would um, you would pay additional money for. And I'm glad you you actually brought that up because we never want to disappoint somebody. Now the drones, that's right. The drones are definitely free with admission. If, for example, someone wanted to add one of our movies from the planetarium, that's a $5 add-on with the Mm -hmm. general admission, or you could buy a combo ticket. So for example, your museum pass would allow someone to get in for free, but that doesn't include the planetarium show. Mm-hmm. So that's a $5 add-on. And if, as you had said, if the passes are out and someone wanted to come in on their own, for adults, the combo is uh, $21. And for children under two and senior citizens, it's 19 That's if you wanted to do the museum and a show. Mm-hmm. If you just wanted to come in and take a look at the galleries, and as uh, Josh had mentioned, everything when it comes to the drone exhibit is included with museum admission. That's $16 for adults. And then for children under two, excuse me, over two, I apologize. And seniors, it's $14. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think that's a pretty reasonable price. Entirely fair. Pretty reasonable. And the same thing, even with like, for example, you know, if you wanted to come in and just have a 90 minute experience with the arcade age exhibit, that's $10. Yeah, that's very nice. That's reasonable. Oh, no, no quarters needed. It's all set to free play. And then if you were to join us for our 80s and karaoke night and in March, in advance, tickets are 20 bucks and at the door, they're 25. Very nice. But Not bad at all. I love it. No, we're open from seven to 11. And like I said, there's a food truck. If you're over 21, you can have the cash bar, but everything is included in that. So we really try to keep uh, things very reasonable. And there's just one more thing I've got to talk about when it comes. No, no, tell us. Go on. March becomes Women's History Month. So what we do a lot for Women's History Month is that we actually invite the schools in during the school day. And a lot of those activities are done with the schools or done in field trips with the schools. But I'll have more information on that shortly. And then we start getting ready for everything for April break, which we don't have at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then we start going into CradleCon. So I can supply you with all that in the future. Yes, we would um, love to put that in with the episode. 
Okay, that's great. I'll send that to you when I can. But when we do hang up, what I'll do is everything I just spoke about, I have written out for you and it's on the website as well. So you'll have the verbiage that you might need in order to, you know, promote it in a, a variety of different ways. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Awesome. Would you mind discussing with us uh, after all these events and everything, we're going back to the museum. Would you want to discuss the importance of your museum to the cultural and community aspect? Good question. Basically, <laughs> we, are the, we are the ones who preserve Long Island's aerospace heritage. Um, Long Island's kind of unique. It's had so much aviation and space history happen here. That people have no idea. Going back to the very beginnings of flight, 1909, 1910, the earliest air in America were on Long Island. The earliest aviation manufacturers were on Long Island. And so much historic events happened here and people important in aviation and space flight came from Long Island. So I think when you come here, it really opens up your eyes to how much Long Island has contributed to the entire history of aviation and space flight. And we're trying to preserve that history for future generations and to inspire kids, I think, showing Look at all these great things that happened in here in the past. Look at all these people from Long Island who were once kids just like you, and they grew up to become astronauts. So we're trying to preserve the history and inspire kids for future generations about how much has uh, happened here, because it's really pretty incredible when you see it all together. Yeah, I definitely agree on that from seeing all exhibits firsthand. I love seeing like all these space <laughs> shuttle stuff, all the different planes that you guys have hanging up in there. And there's always something new. Every year we're always adding new stuff. So it just keeps getting better and better. And there's always more to see. If you haven't been here in a couple of years, you're going to definitely see new things. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for meeting with us and telling us about your library. I'm not your library. Your <laughs> museum. Oh my God. That's okay. And promise us you'll come for a visit soon. <laughs> oh, yes. We, oh, we're going. I mean, 100% <laughs> coming to uh, the retro gaming. <laughs> yeah, everything. well, for sure. But even before <laughs> that, you know, I'll make sure in my email, I'll just give you my cell for the two of you. Cell, sorry. Cell is going to the two of them. You know, so if you want to head on over one day, just let me know and we'll put your name at the box office so you oh. can come and explore for yourself. Thank Amazing. you Thank so you. much. Yeah. Oh, such a pleasure meeting you both. Okay. Yeah, nice. it was so nice. Thank too. you so Thank much. You. Are you interested in being interviewed on Brentwood Stories? Email adultprograms at brentwoodnylibrary.org for a chance to be featured on the podcast. That's adultprograms at brentwoodnylibrary.org.